Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers, a podcast about business development. And I'm excited to have an old friend of mine on today, Ellen Mundell. I've known Ellen in the marketplace for, gosh, over 20 years. And Ellen has done business development for PricewaterhouseCoopers, Deloitte, and many other businesses. And, uh, and she's really an expert at what she does. And I like Ellen because she's just a fun person to be around. And so Ellen, you, you and I have caught up over the years. We've had lunch and we've chit chatted about people in the marketplace and it's genuinely fun to catch up with you, but somehow that's also business development. So how does this dynamic work? Two friends get together, we have lunch, we catch up and then somehow business rolls out of this. How does that magical dynamic work? You know, I think um, it's not something that there's no recipe for it. Um, in kind of loose preparation for this call, I was thinking about how I do what I do. And it's something that would be tough to train somebody. So as you know, I work with, I've most of my career has been supporting the accounting profession. And so I'm selling audit tax and advisory services. But you're not an auditor. What do you know about audits? Huh? Very little. Um, yeah, actually, no. I sold no. audits too. I knew nothing about, I married an auditor, but, but I don't know anything about audits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I learned on the job. Um, but so why do they, but why do they want to buy audits from you? What makes, what makes you a good person to sell audits? So without getting in trouble from all of my audit friends, I mean, I, I think you would agree that an audit is pretty much a commodity. It is. Everybody, um, everybody needs it, but they don't want to buy it. Yeah. So, um, but so what you're selling is you're selling the invisible, so to speak, you're selling the people. So when I get a meeting for, at this point, my clients, um, or previously for my uh, partners that I worked with, um, you know, I'm bringing them in and I'm hoping that the, the chemistry will fit, but you know, that's not something that you can teach. But you have it's, the chemistry, right? Like, well, I try, made friends I try, with people, right. And, and, and you gotta be pretty good at it because you've done it for what Cordia partners, PricewaterhouseCoopers, Deloitte. Um, you've got to have a knack for this. And so is it relationships that do people yes, buy because absolutely. you develop and, and what do you do to, to develop those relationships? How, how do you, do you, do you have lunch with them? Like you do me or what, what do you do? Well, I mean, it's, it's different with every relationship. Um, so it's a social thing and I'm very social. I'm an off the charts extrovert and so, and it's in my DNA to, to be with people. And I love to meet new people and learn their stories and, um, and learn about their businesses, especially, especially these businesses, because they're so interesting, the emerging growth types of companies that you have been selling to for years too. Um, you know, there's some great passionate and brilliant entrepreneurs. And I love learning about those, those people and their, their companies and, and their personal lives. I mean, not to sound 
weird, but no, no. I mean, no, I like to connect on a personal level. So you you've also opened up your house and and had people over. I've I've been to one or two of yeah. those, and and um, how does that play into the overall scheme of business development? Because you know you're not by just having people over to eat and drink, you're, you're not going to get business out of that. But it's deepening those relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you, you got to give back. Um, and and actually, I love having parties. We. Um, yeah, we do a ton of entertaining. And I mean, out of that, that it was actually an anniversary party. And it was a small group of friends like you and Mike came by, which was great. We're talking about uh, Mike Lincoln. And Mike Lincoln. Yeah. Love Mike. Um, but I think ultimately, I was also trying to connect my my clients who I do business development for with people like you. And I consider you to be kind of the godfather of business development. And, um, and I, uh, and and you refer business and we try to refer business back and forth. So yeah, it's a relationship building thing. Well, so if I look at your business, you kind of have the business developers, dream role that you've created for yourself. You, you went and you worked for the big corporations, right? Or you had Mm -hmm. to show up at the office and you had to report in and meet certain metrics. But now you have a handful of, of clients of of your own that you do outsource business development for, which, you know, seems really cool because if I think about it, if I look at my LinkedIn uh, contacts, which are approaching 15,000 contacts, I, I literally could never leave my house again and just mine my existing contacts for opportunities, yeah. right? And and so I, I think you've probably reached some, you know, maybe not quite that many, but you're probably close. And and so I imagine you do something like that, and but you do it a, across multiple companies and they pay you a retainer and then some sort of uh, you don't need to get commission. Deep, yeah commission off of that so success fee yeah. right so so you make introductions to to people I guess you've already known and and we're talking now at the probably at the tail end of the whole COVID thing and so you know getting out and meeting new people isn't quite as easy as it once was unless you're doing right. all these online events but but I imagine you're just making connections with people you already know and mining contacts that you've made over a career of doing business development is that right that is right, but I will say that um, over the last ten months, I've continued to to build my my connections um, through LinkedIn. Um, you know, you quote unquote meet people at these events, and then I reach out, and I have kind of a, a, an unwritten rule that I don't. This is something that I think is important when using LinkedIn is don't just send like, hi, I'd like to connect, um, but more, you know, put a note in there so that, and offer something that you could provide to them. I'm sure you do this. And no, I'm not at 15,000. I'm I'm not close, but getting to uh, double digits. <laughs> so. Um, so when you started out, Ellen, you didn't, yes. you didn't start out like, I want to be a, business development person. You, you, you studied English. 
yeah. then you went on and you got a master's in marketing. Mm-hmm. And I think you told me you were the pretty girl at the front desk <laughs> for pro- I didn't say that. Well, Carl. I, Thank you. <laughs> well, I threw in, I threw in pretty because I, <laughs> so you were, you were at the front desk, you were the receptionist, right? And, yeah. and, and I'm sure the fact that you look nice didn't hurt. And, and so you met a lot of people and mm-hmm. they, they remembered you. And then how did that work? So how did, just talk about how that evolved. Like you're, you're greeting people for happy hours at Pricewaterhouse back in, you know, back in the day. And, yeah. Let's and, just say the day. Yeah. <laughs> so you're meeting people and, and getting to know them. They like you. And then you're developing relationships internally and externally. And then somehow that evolved into a business development career. Talk about how that worked. So um, it was mostly internal. So I was the point person for Friday night happy hours, which, you know, we were down, we, our office was at 1801 K street. And so somebody would call me and say, Hey, Ellen, can you get the word out that Happy hour is going to be at Hey Penny Lion. Remember that place? Yep. Or Sign of the Whale or the Uh Mad Hatter. Um, And so all the staff accountants and the, you know, maybe, maybe not senior managers, but like the, 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 the younger guys and gals would call in and say, where's happy hour. So, um, that was like the most important role that I served. Oh, it's huge. And that's how I got to know these people. I mean, I recently reconnected with a guy named um, Bill Davis, who was one of those young auditors who went on to become the CFO of Dell, I think, uh-huh. and HP, nicest guy. But um yeah, there are tons of people that I worked with, you know, I mean, I basically was the, I was on the administrative side, but, um, and, but how, and but I how did you, how did you go from like planning happy hours, you know, a party planner to like <laughs> substance, right? Like you, you, somehow you made that leap over to where you're now connecting people and, and doing what you do. Right. You know, it, um, so I did get a master's in marketing. Mm-hmm. I ultimately graduated from the, and not ultimately, it was pretty quick, graduated from the reception desk into marketing, which was like what I call true marketing um, PR you did that for about 10 years, right? Yep. Okay. And the whole time, I would say, I was still operating under the, the belief that anything sales related was scummy. Like I just, I never, I never liked the sales word, but no, we all do it. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, so, and, and I would suspect that around that time while I was in marketing, that business development was starting to become a thing. I mean, I think when I was sitting at the reception desk, it probably wasn't even a term. Um, so and and the partners did the business development. Yeah, I, so I was hired we in the marketing along. role too, Ellen. When when I got hired at at Cooley, it was a marketing position. They didn't have a business development position, and mm. so we we had to morph it into one. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh, I was I was a trailblazer. I I, I it was a business development position at Price Coopers. I was the very first person they hired into the business development group. 
uh, way back I when. Believe that. Yeah. So we, I'm sure we bumped into each other in that. Yeah. yeah. So at that time, I was at Grant Thornton for a couple of years running marketing and the partners would bring me to events. It was a big event season or it was just a period of time when mm-hmm. events were all the rage and it was mostly like these huge morning events over at the McLean Hilton. And and you and I met at during that time. And I remember noticing that, you know, you were obviously very friendly and welcoming, but you know, you had a job to do, which was to sell or to develop business. And I was, you know, I my goals were aligned with things like, you know, marketing stuff, PR. And so um, so we started out as competitors, but uh, but I'm glad to say that we are, you know, we continue to be friends and hopefully that partners. was nice to you. I- <laughs> oh, you were very kind. Anyways. Yeah. That was probably when you had maybe three kids. Okay. So uh, yeah, late nineties. So mm-hmm. yeah. And that's when, that's when I first started out in the professional service business development world was, was 98. I, I did uh, 96 to 98. I did economic development, which was a business development job, but you know, hardcore business development was 98. Yeah. And that's really when it all began. Um. You had asked something else and I can't remember. Oh, well, I, um, so I begrudgingly, no, it wasn't. So I started my consulting practice originally in uh, the year 2000. And it was specifically to sell myself as kind of an outsourced CMO. You know, I had the, I had the, um, the degree and the experience. And so it made sense. And four years into it and two babies later, um, I went to a kickoff meeting with a new client. And as I was coming home, I called my husband on what was probably a flip phone at the time. And so, you know, things should be rosy, right? It's, it's the kickoff. They mm-hmm. sign the paperwork, they, they confirm the retainer, and there's really no hardcore work to be done, and everybody loves each other. So um, I called Greg, and I said, honey, I don't know why, but I feel kind of sad. And he laughed, and he goes, well, the hunt is over. Now you got to deliver. <laughs> and uh, so a switch went off, and I'm like, you know yeah, this is, this is what I want. So that's how I made the switch. So you're a hunter at, at your, at your very nature, huh? At heart. Yeah. Well, that concludes our time today. Ellen Mandela, I want to thank you so much for joining us on Rainmakers and you have an awesome day. You too. Thanks, Carl.